Hello and welcome to the 11th episode of the Holidays in the Sun podcast. I am your host, Miles Hoyle. Previously on episode number 10, I spoke with Gabe Perry of Hindu Pez and members of Raleigh Lights as part of an episode concentrating on local music right here in Norfolk, Virginia. A quick side note for a moment, um, just in case perhaps you've never heard Holidays in the Sun before or just in case you forgot, um, you can stream Holidays in the Sun, the most current episodes on the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Stitcher pages. And then when it comes to older episodes, you'll want to head over to the Holidays in the Sun podcast YouTube page. That's where the older episodes get reposted. So you can check out that. Please subscribe if you will. Check it out. It's definitely worth checking out some of those older episodes because I've gotten to speak with some really interesting people, uh, much like today. And I'm about to talk about today's guest here in a moment as well. But real quick, before I announce today's guest, I just want to give a little bit of backstory here. So um, fairly recently, I've returned from an awesome trip with my wife. We were on our honeymoon uh, from Helsinki, Finland. And as I mentioned at the close of the previous episode, today's episode is going to be like a Finnish music theme. And I'd like to introduce you, the listener, to some interesting music from Finland, as well as take you on a walk, so to speak, through the musical footsteps that I came upon while there uh, by talking about and playing some of the music of the fantastic groups I saw in the week that I was there. So I'll be featuring some music that I saw uh, while I was there. Some of it I already knew about, some of it I stumbled upon, very happily (laughs) stumbled upon uh, while I was there. Uh, and some of it I planned, you know, part of our trip around, around, you know, we want to see this group on this day kind of thing. Uh, which brings us to our special guest today. Uh, I had the thrill of seeing her band at Espelandi Park in Helsinki. And now I have the privilege of having her on the show today. And I'm absolutely stoked to announce that today's special guest is Paivi Hirvonen, uh, who is the violinist and also vocalist in the band Okra Playground. I was lucky enough to catch Okra Playground uh, and see them perform in person, and I can't wait to elaborate on that much, much more later, especially during our conversation about the Etno Espa Fest I saw Okra Playground perform at in Espelandi Park in Helsinki. But first, I want to play you this phenomenal band and a personal favorite of mine, Jako Leitinen et Verraha here on the Holidays in the Sun podcast. Kas ihme hyrrä pyörii, räikeästi vilkkuu, väki kärkäs hyörii ja epäiliä ilkkuu. Kyllin kyllin jakaa, se kyltä kyllä ei syyttä, ja oikein olan takaa lisää kiihtyvyyttä. Ihme hyrrä pyörii, pyörii vaan, kiihtyy ettei joudu kaatumaan. Velan päälle velkaa, koron päälle korot, itselle uskotelkaa, ei ehdy nämä norot. Jos vauhti hiipuu vähän, on kohta kumollansa, loppu tulee tähän, viulut maksaa kansa. Ihme hyrrä pyörii, pyörii vaan. Kiihtyy ettei joudu kaatumaan. Ihme hyrrä pyörii, pyörii vaan. Kiihtyy ettei joudu kaatumaan. Ihme hyrrä pyörii, pyörii vaan. 
voittiko tätä? Kurja kohtalosi on omenasimmätä. Se on taivaan tosi, niin muka ovelasti. Elämässä häärit, vanhuni paska lasti. Tuo minkä kultaan käärit. Ihme hyrrä You just heard Jaako Leitinen and Veha Raha on the Holidays in the Sun podcast. And that tune is from their album called Lapland Balkan. Uh, possibly my personal favorite album theirs, which is not an easy call to make. Um, I did scoop up their most recent album at a place called Digilius Music. Um, I only heard of that because luckily, and he was kind enough to do this for me, but I spoke with... Uh, Harry Kusijarvi Kudis, uh, who is an accordionist based in Finland, um, who has his own group called Kudis, and then also sometimes performs with uh, Jauko Leitinen. And he told me about, um, he just gave me some really cool pointers about places to check out that were music related. So he told me about specifically Digelius Music, like a record shop in the area that he told me to check out. And I found a uh, I did manage to find some really great Finnish accordion music there. And then uh, later on when I was at Rolling Records, I scooped up a copy of uh, their latest album. So that was really cool. And I have uh, it's a nice little keepsake from my time in Finland. Uh, and then more uh, specifically, he also told me about the thing uh, me and my wife did on our first day there. We went to what was called the Calio Block Party. Uh, that was really cool. There was tons of like... All kinds of music. It wasn't really genre specific. Uh, it wasn't genre specific at all. I saw like a band that was mm, not quite death metal, but like super heavy metal. Uh, well, I don't know. I only saw like three or four of their songs as we kept kind of perusing around to see what else was was there. Uh, but I guess actually you could argue it was death metal, or at least it was it was pretty heavy stuff <laughs> and i thought it was really cool that that was just going on as part of a block party because that would never happen here i don't think i've ever seen a death metal band get to be part of a block party here in my hometown in norfolk as cool as that would be i would support that 100 percent not something that in my opinion happens very often at least in contrast to there versus here but uh and then we saw uh, some pretty cool like I don't know if I want to call them classic rock, but like modern bands that kind of emulate classic rock kind of stuff and some punk rock bands. And anyways, it was just a great suggestion from uh, Harry Kusijarvi. Harry, if you happen to be listening, thank you so much for the suggestion. Although, if I'm not mistaken, I already messaged that to you. I have not had the pleasure of meeting Harry in person yet. I am definitely not going to give up and I hope to see him perform with Yaiko Leitinen or um, or even his own band Kudis. So I'm not going to give up because I'm a very big fan of both. Anyways, um, without further ado, this next track is by a group called Elaik Leset, 
And this tune they do is a cover, actually. Uh, I want to back up here real quick. So Elijah Lazette uh, mostly does covers, uh, though they do have one album of originals. Predominantly, though, they mostly do like really fun like covers or reinterpretations, if you will, of like pop and rock songs as Hoompa tunes. Uh, Hoompa's like eh, it's kind of like polka, but it's like Finland's version of it. Is to give it a really layman's term, like. <laughs> quick not official description uh but um yeah so um they they redo this song by lordy it's called hard rock hallelujah um this cover version of theirs came out in 2017 uh i got a kick out of this personally a lot because i just happened to be in stockholm sweden many years ago back in 2006 and the original Lordy version of this song was everywhere in Sweden. I mean, you could not escape it. And it was fun and great that it was everywhere, too. It wasn't, like, in an annoying way. Uh, because they won the Eurovision contest uh, back then, around that time. And so everywhere I went, like, every record store, every, like, place to eat had this kind of, like, playing in the background. <laughs> like, it seems like it seems like this song just followed me. So when this came out in 2017, I got a real kick out of it, and it made me instantly remember that. I was like, oh, they're doing that song. Uh, so that's what's really fun about them. So here is their version of Hard Rock Hallelujah here on Holidays in the Sun.
nothing like an Alec Lazette cover of a lordy tune, followed by the soothing sounds of a cantelli. Uh, the cantelli is the national instrument of Finland, by the way. And speaking of some random, sort of random facts about Finland. Well, it's not that random if you're into metal, but if you're not into metal, this will probably come as a surprise to you, perhaps. But um, this would not be a proper... I can only cover so much Finnish music in one little episode, but this wouldn't be a proper semi-tribute to Finnish music if I did not talk about metal in Finland. Here's a really cool fact about Finland when it comes to metal. Okay, are you ready for this? Uh, Finland has 53.5 metal bands per 100,000 people. That is a fact that you can Google, folks. Uh, so much great metal comes out of just Finland alone. And I'm very fascinated with how big it is there, too. And so um, I couldn't talk about Finnish music in this episode without just playing a tiny, tiny bit of Finnish metal on today's show. And so I wanted to play you this next track by a band that has made it all the way from Finland to here in Norfolk numerous times, actually, because I've seen them myself at the Norva in the past. And this is Children of Bodom with their tune Bodom Beach Terror.
coming up next on Holidays in the Sun, this next track I kind of found on accident. I was in Rolling Records in Helsinki, and I saw this band's album cover. I was really curious as to what it was. I'd never heard of it. I had no idea what it was. Snapped a picture of it and figured I'll check it out. You know, I'll Google it when I get home. I wasn't really using the internet the entire time. I, was there. I had better things to do, like like really enjoy that city. <laughs> so, um, so I snapped a picture of it, Googled it when I came home, and it's a group called PMMP. Uh, really cool, like, pop rock group. Uh, interesting stuff. So this is the opening track off of their latest album.
You just heard PMMP here on Holidays in the Sun. I'll be speaking with Pivy Hirvonen of Okra Playground shortly, but I want to play a little more music before we do that, especially some music of Okra Playground, just in case you haven't heard them yourself yet. But as for now, I'm going to go ahead and play a song by a group called Poene, and this song is called Sihin Laihen Eleni. And be sure to check out the really interesting music video they have for it uh, on YouTube. You can just YouTube it. I'll be reposting it to the Holidays in the Sun podcast Facebook page as well. Uh, It's definitely worth watching. It's really cool. Uh, In the meantime, here's the tune.
se ole kaunista väkeä, jota siellä näkee. Siellä on vanhoja ja nuoria, murhamiehiä ja huoria, varkaita ja rahaseppiä kuin metsässä koivuja ja leppiä. Vaan ei auta surra, vaan täytyy hammasta purra. Ja kärsiä on paras, olkoon sitten murhamies tai varas. You just heard Poane here on Holidays in the Sun podcast, and coming up next, like a very interesting a cappella version of a popular Finnish folk tune. Uh, this is by a group called Luituma, and uh, if you get a chance, this would be worth YouTubing as well. I forget when I first stumbled on this folk song, probably just as somebody who plays accordion, really interested in folk and world music, I think I just stumbled on it while researching folk songs from Finland. But uh, it's a super popular song that's been covered by like this Japanese girl techno group that you'll stumble on in YouTube if you look it up. You'll find this version by this group as well. Again, this is Louis Tuma, and this is the uh, Livenpolka. Nuorista kuuluu se polkan tahti, jalkani pohjii kutkutti. Ievan äiti se tyttö se vahti, vaan kyllähän ievä se jutkutti. Sillä ei meitä silloin kiellot haittaa, kun me tanssimme laijasta laitaa. Salivili Ivan suu oli pehnää, sellä koimme se tonne toivotti. Pea oli märkänä jokaisella ja viulu se vonkuja voivotti saa. Ei tätä poikoa märkyys haittaa, sillä kaskoolla hiestä laitaa. Salvili hipput, Ivan äiti se tammaarissa virsiä veisata huijutti. Kun tämä poika naapurissa ämmän tyttöä nuijutti. Eikä tätä poikoo ämmät haittaa, sillä kalaskoolla hiestä laitaa. Salivili hipput, Siellä oli justi ja soitoi jälkeen, sain minä kerran sytkytek. Tutteko mäntini ämmä se riitelijä, ievä jo alakon lyhkytek. Minä sana lievalle, mitäpä se haittaa, laskema vielä hiilahiasta laitaa. Salivili hipput, tupput, tapput, äppyt, tipput hiljalleen. Muorille sanoi, jota tukkee suusien rukkaisin tervetä stakkoomaan. Tervenä pääset, kun korjoo luusi ja määt sitä murjuus Ei tätä poikoo hellyys, haittako akkoja uhkiila hiestä laitaa. Salivili hipput, tupput, tapput, äppyt, tipput hiljalleen. Sen minä sanoin, jotta purra pitää, ei mua niin vaan nielasta. Suot mennä ite vaikka lännestä, ittävä minä en luovu ievasta. Sillä ei tätä poikoa kainuus laittaa, sillä kata sillä hiestä laitaa. Salivili hipput, tupput, tapput, äppyt, tipput hiljalleen. You just heard Loi Tuma, 
And speaking of which, uh, right before the tune started, I was mentioning that it had been covered by a bunch of groups. Uh, an interesting group that it has been covered by, another Finnish group, folk metal group, Korpiklani, has also covered it as well. That's a fun version worth checking out if you get a chance. And then uh, fairly recently, another a cappella group did a really great arrangement and cover of it. They're a group called Tulatar, and if you just YouTube... Uh, if you just YouTube Loy Tuma cover, it'll be the first thing that pops up. And you can keep an eye out for it also on the Holidays in the Sun podcast Facebook page. I'll be reposting it on there too shortly. But for now, let's go ahead and play a track by Okra Playground. This is their song called Termio. Speaking of YouTube, there's a phenomenal like live and studio take of this song, Termio, on their YouTube channel so that's worth subscribing to and checking it out don't forget to subscribe to okra playground on youtube and check out the amazing music they're putting up there uh, they do a phenomenal live in the studio take of this song and this song is called termio and it's on their latest album Olin armas aikoinani kaunis kasvin päivinäni. Olin armas aikoinani kaunis kasvin päivinäni. Laklaemoni lattioilla taavi, tattoni pihoilla vesi lintuveikon luona sirkkoon. Sisaren luona. Ja kun mä läksin astumaan kirkkotietä teppomaan, astuin allihin askelilla taputin taavin ja lohilla olin armas aikoinaani kaunis kasvin päivinäni olin armas aikoinaani.
This is Päivi Hirvonen of Okra Playground and thank you for listening to the Holidays in the Sun podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on the Holidays in the Sun podcast, Pivey. Um, to kick things off, could you tell us about the band's name a bit? Does Okra Playground make reference to something or does it mean something specific at all? Or I was very curious. Uh, I've always wondered what the name is about or, or what it means. Well, Okra Playground, it actually means kind of this okra is the word of this autumn color in Finland. So all the hundreds of uh, different colors of red and orange and this kind of really deep and earthy colors. So that is what that means for us. And then the playground, well, that is the playground, like this music, what we do it's kind of a playground for us where we can try and experience new new things. Absolutely. Pivey, uh, I definitely want to dive into current things going on with the band here shortly. But before we do that, I was kind of wondering if you could kind of walk us back to the beginning a bit and um, tell us about how everybody met, perhaps, and how, how, you, how it is that you came to form a band in the first place. This band was formed about 10 years ago, like uh, 2010 was the year when we first started to play together. And it was actually just a group of people who wanted to do good music together. So that was kind of the basics where, where we started this whole thing. And uh, then when we started to record our first album, Turmio, we kind of discovered the sound, what we want to be. And uh, ever since that, that has been the case of this band, to kind of uh, put together this, these ancient Finnish instruments and electronics and strong voices and uh, yeah, that is kind of, it started from just friends wanted to play together to something more bigger, I think. Excellent. And um, could you kind of tell everybody about your role in the band, about the instruments you play? I, I know you sing and play fiddle, uh, but also there's, an, uh, uh, there's another instrument. I'm sorry, I forget the name of it. It looks like some sort of, it's another bowed instrument. Uh, you told me the name of it the day I met you, but I don't remember at the moment. Um but could you just tell us about uh, your your particular place within the band? Yes, I play the violin and the bowed harp or bowed lure in Finnish called Jouhikko. And then also one of the three singers. And I also compose a lot of the tunes. And uh, oh yeah, that's my part <laughs> in this band. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, yeah, and thank you for clarifying that. I, I knew, uh, I knew kind of in the back of my head what the name for it was, but uh, I had just forgotten. Even though you were kind enough to write it in that program for me, which I appreciate. Uh, same day I met you as well. Um, it's a very striking looking instrument. It's very, it's very beautiful and has a wonderful sound. So uh, it really stuck out in my mind, especially after seeing it and seeing you play it live. Um, but Pivey, I was hoping uh, we could uh, talk about your bandmates a little bit and, and 
and kind of just a little bit of background information about everyone. Uh, for example, uh, I've interviewed different bands from abroad, and I'm curious um, if everyone is Finnish and from Finland, or if there's maybe other members from abroad. Or uh, yeah, we all are native Finns. I am from uh, central of Finland, a town called Jyväskylä, and then. Others are actually from the southern Finland, like uh, Kerava and Järvenpää and Mäntsälä, I think. But yeah, we all live in Helsinki at the moment. But we are originally from other places. Okay, awesome, cool. And um, so being collectively all based in Helsinki at the same time, does that make things easier, you think? It is easy, but then again, not that easy because we all have other things also going on in our lives. Of course. Uh, trying to make six people come together, <laughs> it's, not, it's not so simple, but um, it's great when we have a chance to have like a few days rehearsals or something like that. It's always very nice. Yeah. Um, Pivey, I was wondering if you could tell me about kind of the songwriting duties of the band. Is it like a joint thing? Is it really just one or two main people in the group that write? Um, every band's different in this department, and I'm wondering what things are like behind the scenes in terms of writing for Okra Playground. Well, there are like um, possibility for everyone to write songs, but usually it has been me. Then uh, Maya, the other Kantele player, and then Veiko, who plays the accordion. That we have been kind of the main songwriters of the band, and we usually uh, write the songs uh, ourselves, or then we meet in uh, in some sometimes, and uh, we play our ideas to each other and then then we work those ideas together ahead and then at some point when we think that there is something to bring to the whole band then we kind of set set up the rehearsals and we start to put those tunes like in their right place together with the whole band but usually yeah it's like Some sometimes the tunes comes from when you are creating by your own, and then in a smaller group, and then with the whole group, or then sometimes we go with the smaller group and start to create there. But um, it depends. But yeah, there are like me and Maya and Veikko who is doing mostly of the compositions, and then Essi also does some, our third singer and second cantele player, yeah. Okay, and um, I was also wondering about the lyrical department side of things. Is it the same three people writing, or is it different collective members writing on that end, or is it just uh, one or two people? Uh, I've been kind of digging through the lyric books lately with the explanations about the songs in English. It's all very interesting and that strikes me as very unique. So I was wondering what the process is in terms of just the lyrics as well. 
the lyrics are usually based in this old tradition called um, runo songs or like this uh, Kalevala myth and uh, kind of this old tradition where we kind of get the inspiration from and sometimes the lyrics are straight from the tradition and sometimes we create our own text based on that tradition and it's usually us the women who make the texts and uh, and again sometimes we write them by ourselves or sometimes we write together and sometimes we use ready text and sometimes we write our own but the themes are like they variate a lot what we are singing like on this second album we noticed that the theme was starting to come up like something about surviving and bravery and kind of uh, going for your dreams and things like that but then also there are some very heavy stuff also in our texts and i was curious if for you if there's perhaps a certain song that lyrically speaking maybe holds a certain amount of weight to it in other words is there a song that lyrically uh, that either you wrote or just anybody in the group wrote or that that's lyrics mean something very special to you? And could you tell us about that particular song and, and what it's talking about? Well, for me, of course, maybe the texts what I have been written, like from this second album, we have this song called Kun Ajo, Chasing the Moon. So that is uh, my song. I have uh, composed it and done the text. And I think that is very, for me, it's very important text because it's kind of, the text says that it's never too late to go for your dreams. It's never too late to get up and actually do those things what you have been dreaming all your life. It's a story about this woman who has um, kind of discovered that she only has very little time left in this world. And from that, she kind of stands up and starts to go ahead to her dreams. And for me, that is kind of the thing that I've been really thinking about lately that is it actually so that you can whenever it's never too late just if you have something that you want to conquer just go there and try to do it do your best and be happy <laughs> I think yeah but that is like a very special song for me well, thank you for sharing that with us, and uh, that's a wonderful sentiment and a great message for the song to have. Um, very recently, uh, just so our listeners know, I mean, obviously you know, <laughs> but uh, 
very recently I saw you perform uh, at the annual Etno Espa event in early August. I'm pretty sure it was August 4th, actually. Because uh, uh, me and my wife, while we were on honeymoon, as you know, we kind of planned out like pretty heavily of what we wanted to do most days. And when I found out that Etno Espa Fest was going on, even before we got there, that was like a research part of our trip. I was like, oh, they're playing on this day. We have to go. <laughs> and I had shown her like the YouTube video and of, of you guys playing and everything. And she was totally on board. And so we were really stoked. Uh, and it was a fantastic event. And your set was amazing. Uh, it was very well attended. And uh, has I was curious if the bands played at Etno Espa previously it was very well attended. It seemed extremely well received, uh, but the audience was kind of like a, well, you know, it was, it was kind of like a proper sit down and, and and clap and cheer in between. It wasn't like a rowdy rock concert kind of thing. So it was hard for me to gauge if, um, if, if you were new to this festival or if it was something you've been to before or if the audience was familiar with you or if they're just kind of catching a random group every day kind of thing or maybe it's a mix of these things but I wanted to get your perspective on this yes Etno Espa we have played there maybe about five or six years ago first time and uh, then we actually had a very different setup in music well, I mean I mean the setup was the same but we had much less of this electricity in our music. So this was kind of a very special gig for us also because we had done, we had been performing at that festival before, but now we kind of got to show that what we actually have uh, accomplished during all those years, I mean all these last years in our music. So that was very good. And the festival is very amazing. It I actually can't remember how old the festival is. But I really kind of like that everyone can come there and just, you know, walk by and see some band or artist playing there. And you can just stop there and sit down and enjoy the music and perhaps even you know kind of learn that oh my god this kind of music exists it's great and uh, that is actually one thing what i love about this festival that you can all the time kind of find out new bands and by just walking by <laughs> and for us of course it was sunny day lots of people and it's also very nice because most of the people who stops and listen to you are uh, tourists. So that is like you don't have that normal, the familiar um, audience, but there are always some new people who are listening to you on that festival. So it's very nice. And... Uh, we don't really think about that. Well, this festival is actually uh, quite big for Helsinki because it's many days. Uh, there are like, uh, we were the opening act of the festival. 
and they had like two weeks. Like every day there were two bands playing on that festival and so it was a quite quite big festival, yeah. Yeah, it seemed like it was a big 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 event, big deal to me. Um I was certainly thrilled to be there and exactly like you said, uh granted I guess I'm a tourist who planned on seeing you there, but I can see how you could be visiting the area, just enjoying yourself, stumble upon it and then be like, Wow just you know just the same just as impressed whether you planned it or not uh seeing it uh so it certainly is a wonderful event and i'm glad i caught you as well as some others uh i would certainly attend it again personally uh, maybe i'm biased <laughs> but i would i would go again in a heartbeat um while we're on the subject of the live shows though i did want to ask um i don't know about all time but i was going to ask if there's perhaps even recently aside from at no Espa, of course if there's been kind of some like favorites Favorite live shows you've performed at or highlights of the band, either, well, maybe not for the band, but for you personally, or um, just kind of curious um, what some of your other shows have been like, particularly maybe some, some a recent favorite one or just a recent experience even. Well, we had a really, really amazing time. Like, uh, was it after? Yeah, it was after Etno Espa, actually. We, on the same week, we went for to very up northern Norway uh, to play a show in a festival called Varanger Festival. And because it, it was so, the festival was really amazing. The audience was was wonderful, and I think because of the uh, like the passion and uh, excitement what we got from the audience gave us also the same passion and excitement and I think the festival it was placed in this small northern town called Vatsjö and it's like in the Arctic Ocean so it was like really up north and the views were amazing. For me, that has been one of the best so far. All the atmosphere, the people, the audience, and the energy, what we got. That was great. Wow, that sounds absolutely amazing. Uh, it makes me want to go there like right away, if I could. <laughs> uh, I will have to save it on my list of things to do. Norway's probably up next, other than returning to Finland, of course. So I'll have to keep that one in mind. Yeah, definitely. Go there and <laughs> and see what's happening. Because actually, and that was also one of the good things that it wasn't like a folk festival, but there ha they have very different genres over there. So that, because that has been our one goal to kind of uh, reach uh, larger genres that it's not just folk music or world music what we are doing but we want to kind of uh, wake up people from everywhere to just listen our music and be surprised that okay so this can also be folk music and I like it <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree with what you're saying and uh, that's what I think is so appealing about it too is because like 
Though it is folk and world music to an extent, but there's this modern sense of it with the electronics and like it really does tap into uh, something else than other than just what, you know, what people would maybe call traditional music, so to speak. Um, so it has a lot more going for it. And I think it has that capability to reach both audiences as opposed to just one or the other. Um, but other than the one in Norway, is is there perhaps like a, a favorite live show from the past, uh, other than these, these these recent shows, such as the one in Norway and Etno Espa? Oh, actually, one very memorable uh, live show what we had was in Malaysia. We were uh, playing at this amazing festival called Rainforest World Music Festival. It was in uh, 2017, and uh, that is, I think, at the moment, the farthest place where we have been. And uh, yeah, I think <laughs> Varanger Festival in the right up, like up north, was amazing, and then like a total opposite in this uh, jungle of Borneo <laughs> in Malaysia. That was kind of so cool. I think that is the farthest we have been. And then in March, we are going to Hong Kong. But mostly we have toured in the northern countries and in the Europe. But yeah, Malaysia is the farthest where we have been at the moment. Wow. Well, that's very impressive, very far. And it sounds like it was an absolute blast. And then with Hong Kong on the way coming up, that's... That's super exciting news to hear. But to bring it back to Finland for a moment, um, I was curious, uh, mostly because, you know, I've only pretty much been to the one I saw you at, and uh, I'm very limited experience at fests in Finland. Are there other ones you've been involved with right there in Finland you could tell us about a bit? Well, in Finland, of course, there are like a few very good festivals, and actually we've been... At them all, there is a Kaustinen Folk Music Festival, which is one of the biggest in the northern countries. And then there is a Hapavesi Folk Music Festival and Kihaus Folk Festival. So we have been in all those. But yeah, they are all summer festivals. Usually in Finland, the festival season is at the summertime. And then, of course, there is this uh, famous Folklandia festival, which takes place in the boat between uh, Helsinki and Tallinn. So there is like uh, thousands of folk music uh, players and singers and dancers who go for one night to this boat and sail to Tallinn and back. <laughs> so that's uh, quite a fest. Yeah, and we've been there also. That's awesome. And um, it's funny you mentioned that. Actually, I did get to go to Tallinn for just one of the days that I was in Helsinki. We gave up one day at Helsinki, as far as that was to give up. Uh, and we did go to Tallinn. Uh, we didn't get to catch any bands on the boat that day, but we would have flipped out if we were lucky enough to catch anything like that. That sounds... You're giving me a lot to uh, add to my list here to want to go back, by the way. <laughs> I'm like really stoked to... Uh, try and catch one of these things and then uh on top of that uh, uh particularly the Kostinen. uh speaking of reasons to go back uh, i didn't manage to catch Kostinen because i couldn't make it out 
during when that happens. I forget when it happens, but it's like annual. It's like June or July or something. It wasn't really a time that was good for me to get out that way. Uh, but that is an amazing fest from what I can see, from what I've seen online about it. Did you perform at the Kostinen this summer as well? Yes, we played in Kostinen actually last summer, summer 2018. And uh, yeah, that was really cool. We had uh, two amazing two amazing shows there and uh, we just loved it. Awesome. Um I wanted to ask a bit about Nordic Notes. Nordic Notes is the group's record label that you're on, is I believe, if that's correct. Um, and I wanted to ask about how the group came to be involved uh, with this label. Yes, uh, Nordic Notes is our record label. Uh, we released our first album, Turmia, in 2015 without any record label. But then Nordic Notes, it's uh, Germany label and uh, they got interested of our music and they wanted to release it again and uh, so in 2016 or 17 was it uh, they re-released the album in the rest of the Europe and then uh, we worked together again with Nordic Notes on our second album. And let's see what happens with the third. <laughs> we have been very happy with, with Nordic Notes, so let's hope that we can continue this work with them. Definitely, yeah. Um, to clarify about the group's discography, Termio came out first, is that right? Yes, two albums with Turmio is the first one. And then Anani Ylivesien, My Voice Over the Water, is the second and the newest one. And that was released 2018, last year. Okay, and I noticed on the back of one of your CDs there's a little logo in the corner for the Sibelius Academy. And I was curious about mm, what the group's involvement is. I, I'm kind of assuming that perhaps either all or most of the band are students or more of have been students, I suppose, at the Academy. And then I'm wondering uh, to, to what their involvement is with, with your recording. Uh, yes, uh, I think all of us, instead our, our bass player, um, Sami, yeah, all others we have been uh, studying in Sibelius Academy. Me, Maya, Essi and Oskari, we studied in the folk music department and then Veikko studied in the music education department. And uh, the first album was actually we, uh, the Sibelius Academy folk music department uh, has their kind of well, not a record label, but they kind of uh, supports like uh, some albums ev every year. They kind of give them the space to record the album. And uh, so that's why the, the logo of that is in our first album, because they, they helped us in that. So we were supported by the by the Sibelius Academy Folk Music Department with our first album. 
Because we were students at that time when we did the album, but not anymore. So what they did, they um, gave us support uh, for the space, for the studio, because studio time is very expensive. <laughs> so um, uh, we got that from there, but uh, most kind of all the Arctic decisions and the music, what we made and everything, that was just us. So it was kind of just a push for us to do your own music and we will help you with the studio and that kind of stuff. Well, that's killer. That's awesome because, uh, yeah, recording is expensive. Uh, you don't have to tell me. I completely understand that. <laughs> so that's that's wonderful, though, that you have a, well, a support system, basically, kind of like that, to have helped out early on with the first album, and that's uh, that's really awesome. That's great. And that kind of also leads me to what I wanted to ask you about next, which would be uh, the recording of your latest album, uh, when that occurred, and uh, kind of what your process was like in terms of making it, because so many bands have different ways of doing things, like was it uh, Pro Tools or Analog Style, or uh, who was your producer, uh, what was your approach to, to making the record happen? So what we usually do that we go to the studio and we first uh, record all the all the instruments there, like the drums and bass and then then the melody instruments and kind of do all the basics things and then after that we add the songs to there. So that is basically what we do. And of course, we use some, some uh, what do you call it, like uh, programming there also. And this album was recorded by a friend of ours called Jonas Saikkonen, who also mixed this album. And then uh, some of the work was also done by our producer Sami Kurppa. And Sami is actually, uh, he has been a really, really big help for us kind of finding this, our own musical style. So I think Sami is one of the reasons why we kind of, well, not one of the reasons why we started to do this, but he kind of pushed us to this direction where we are now. So we are kind of really thankful for him that he kind of heard that what this band could sound like and gave us very good ideas to how to do do this sound in albums and on life. Wow. Well, that's that's really interesting how the relationship with someone like that could really impact the sound. Paiva, I wanted to ask you about uh, some of the YouTube content that the band has. I first heard the group, uh, I, I, I can't remember exactly how, but at some point I stumbled upon this live, it, it appears to be like a live in the studio kind of take of your song Termio, uh, and I believe it's the very first uh, thing that pops up on YouTube, or if it's not the very first thing, it's certainly on the first page results, but uh, I saw it, I was blown away by it, and of course that kind of instantly 
made me want to track down more of your music. Made me obsessed with you guys from that point on. Uh, and, and made me want to track down one of your shows if I could happen to find one that lined up with the time frame that I was going to be there, which luckily I did. And so that then at some point I stumbled on your other music videos uh, instead of the live ones, uh, just the music videos themselves. And then that kind of has made me curious as to how you guys created your content and, and then how what the process was like uh, to make uh, your music videos in general. We have wanted to make a few kind of different music videos, the kind of studio live things where we are, well, of course, we're not playing live because um, it's, um, it would be kind of difficult to do. We would have to have all the headsets and everything, but kind of we have wanted to show the instruments and the and kind of us on the video that what are we doing and then we have also wanted to make few music videos like uh, Rautasu and Kevat from our second album where we wanted to do a little bit artistic uh, art, art, artistic ways to show our music so there have been few kinds of um, like studio lives and then more proper music videos. And then of course we have done also some editings from our live sessions. So um, yeah, I think for in the artist point of view, the both ones are really important because when you are creating the music, you have been putting it on the album and you have some stories kind of in your head that what the song is about and then when you can actually create some kind of music video from that with someone then you can actually hear the music and then also you can see the music that what it could look like in inside our heads so I think that is very important thing, important thing for an art artist to do. Of course. Um, Pivy, I understand that you and some of the other members in the band all have either solo projects or different projects going on that you're, different musical efforts that you're all working on. So I was wondering if you could tell us a bit about each band member who has some other band or project, if you will, going on uh, that you'd care to elaborate on? Me and Maya, we both have our solo solo projects going on. So we do those. And then there are some bands. I'm starting a collaboration with a Swedish musician, Sara Parkman. And uh, Maya is uh, playing Akria with this band called Rönsy. And Veikko is playing uh, in this children's band Mutaveijarit. So there are kind of very, yeah, different bands what we do among this. And I think it's very important that we can have those 
those bands and solo things among this because this is like a playground what we have created with these people and to this kind of music and then in the other bands we can do something else so it's more, more inspirational for artists to do many things at least i think so definitely um and so when that kind of sort of thing is going on for you guys multiple things at the same time do you feel like do you feel like okra playground and your solo material are kind of the top priorities if you will yeah for me uh okra playground and my solo is the like the most important at the moment um, my solo you can hear from Spotify or YouTube under my own name and also Maya's stuff you can hear from there and uh, but yeah it's also sometimes it variates a little bit that what is the most important and what is not but at the moment I think for me Okra and my own solo is are the most important things at the moment. Yeah, that's great. And uh, I did pick up Maya's solo album while I was at Jelly's Music. I happened to spot it there. And I was like, oh, I don't know when I could get my hands on this again. Well, I mean, I guess nowadays you can just order it online, but that's not as fun. And it was right then and there. And I, I just couldn't resist. <laughs> good. That's a good album. <laughs> good album to pick up. Yeah, definitely, and it was it was nice as to bring home as a souvenir of the trip itself, and also as a record collector. And then on top of that, it's it's a phenomenal album to have, and uh, nice to own as an LP. Oh, you got the vinyl, yeah, that's good. Yeah, amazing stuff, and uh, I was like a kid in a candy store <laughs> and to, to Jelly's music. I really was. Um, Pivy, there's something I've been wanting to talk about throughout the whole show because this is a really rare moment. Actually, kind of a first on the show, excluding the local music episodes I do for here, because those people live in my neighborhood and can come over. But I rarely get to interview somebody from abroad, uh, such as yourself, uh, who I've gotten to see face to face, either in concert or, you know, like the brief talk that we got to have after your concert. Um, that doesn't get to happen very often, really. It's kind of a first on the show. Yeah, that's... Uh... <laughs> That's not happening very often, I think, if you are living in America and <laughs> we are here in Finland, so... <laughs> exactly. And so that's what made me excited to get to ask this because I can kind of, for kicks, kind of compare and contrast and everything with it. Um, but then also, I never thought to ask this with previous guests and now I kind of did because I've been to Helsinki recently. But I wanted to ask you about... If you had like any favorite spots or if you were going to give advice to someone who is going to visit Finland, uh, Helsinki specifically, of course, uh, since that's uh, where I was and where I met you and where I saw your band play. Um, I was curious if the, if you have any particular places that you just love or that you feel like would be a great recommendation to somebody who might be traveling through. Um, like if you have a favorite music club or record store, a favorite bar or drink that they should try while they're there that's like exclusive to the area, a favorite place to relax, uh, anything you could recommend at all uh, to tell us about 
anyone who might be planning a visit or passing through? Oh, this is difficult. <laughs> um, well, of course, I just recommend that if you want to see Helsinki, just go to the center and walk, walk to the maybe Kaivopuisto or take the trams to different places. Anywhere where's the ocean, that's really, really beautiful. Seurasaari. Um, Tölönlahti is very in the center. And uh, yeah, there are, um, if you want to hear good music, I would recommend to maybe go to G Live Club. They have uh, almost every night a very amazing artist over there. And then, of course, there is this one legendary, like a rock club, uh, Tavastia, where you can hear also very good music. And then if you just want to kind of something like what you did at Etno Espa, that you have a possibility to just stumble into some good music, then uh, Tenho Resto Bar in Kallio is very nice because they also have music there, live music every night and it's always free, free entrance. And they have all from rock to jazz to folk. So that's a very good place also. And you get good food also. <laughs> so I think maybe those if you are, if you like some good mu music then those places would I would recommend. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> awesome. Uh, some of those I'd heard of, like uh, I think I mentioned before, but uh, Harry Kusiyarvi mentioned to me about G Live Club. I did not happen to get to go to G Live Club. Um, there's some places you mentioned I heard of. I was kind of researching, you know, before I went, and I didn't. Some of those I I researched, but there weren't any concerts going on during the time frame I was going to be there and that sort of thing. Uh, but uh, that just gives me a great excuse to go back. <laughs> but uh, I feel really fortunate that we were able to cram a lot in each day because we really, I really planned stuff out to a T way in advance. I spent like a year or so researching where I wanted to go and plugging it all into Google Maps and routing it. Um, so uh, I did get to see things like uh, like the Suomen Lina, uh, which was absolutely beautiful and uh, really kind of surreal to me <laughs> oh yes Suomenlinna that's very cool place very amazing place to have a picnic if it's a good weather and of course see the see the sights over there and it's beautiful and then you have a chance to go there by boat you will see the all the islands yeah absolutely I mean uh that's one of the fun and maybe surprising facts to somebody who's, you know, a foreigner such as myself to Finland. Uh, all the different archipelagos, so many different little islands. Um, I would have never known that um, or guessed it until I did like a bunch of research while planning for our, our trip there. For instance, um, one of the things I found out when, when being really interested in the archipelagos and the islands that are based... In Finland and or near Finland um, I googled it and I kind of found out via discoveringfinland.com uh, 
they stated that the number of archipelagos is, I guess, basically estimated to be 179,584. Um, so that's, that's a lot. <laughs> so, uh, that's pretty amazing, uh, to really think about, especially since that's just for Finland alone. So that's pretty amazing. Anyways, sorry, I'm getting off track a little bit. Um, but to bring it back down to music here for a bit, one thing that I meant to ask way earlier on, um, that I feel like, uh, would be an interesting insight into, uh, both your solo music and the music that you make with Okra Playground would be your influences, like your, uh, your personal influences aside from the groups. And that's, uh, if there's any particular, either other violinists or just music in general, uh, that particularly influences you, uh, your style and the way you play, uh, and so on. I was kind of curious if you had any, uh, thoughts or insights or any particular records or artists, etc., uh, that you feel like influence you personally i could say that one album that has really it was maybe about i don't know like 15 years ago what year is it now 2019 <laughs> yes no it was maybe about 10 years ago uh when no it was about 15 years ago when i discovered this um amazing album called aliens alive from this Norwegian hardang fiddle player, Anbjörg Lien. And that was kind of very eye-opening album for me. And uh, still one of my favorites. One of my favorites albums, definitely. That's amazing. Thank you for that, because that's exactly what I was uh, hoping to, to get out of uh, asking you that. Because, I mean, if it opened your eyes, then it will definitely open our ears. Uh, so thank you for that. That is something I will definitely be on the hunt for after this conversation. <laughs> I will, uh, I will be truly searching that up and down the internet and anywhere and everywhere I can to check it out and hear it. Cause if it was a big influence on you, I can only imagine that, uh, that means it must be very worth taking the time to hear. Yeah. I think you can find her from Spotify, actually this album. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome well you can believe i'll be looking for it and then uh Pybees, thank you so much for being on the show today this pretty much wraps up everything i was hoping to ask you but before we go i did want to ask you just in general what's next for okra playground are there plans for a next record uh, certain shows coming up anything in general what's what's going to be the very next thing for okra playground okay so the next thing what we are going to do is to go to sweden in a few weeks, we go to play in Sumsval, in this kind of a town festival, I think. And then after that, we are going to Hong Kong to play in this World Culturist Festival. And that is, I think those are the last gigs for us this year. And we are doing new music. And hopefully in a few years, maybe 2021, I think we, we are ready to release our third album. Let's hope. So a few gigs now and then some music, music making. And then, then I think it's the 
springtime already <laughs> and the next festival season starts so let's see what what we have been that sounds spectacular Pivy. thank you so much for coming on holidays in the sun i extremely appreciate it more than you can know it means a lot to me thank you very much um I'm uh, I'm hoping I can make some great excuse and uh, <laughs> save up the money to get out there and come see you guys again as soon as possible. I would recommend it to anybody. It was a uh, it was a complete blast. It was the time of my life. <laughs> okay, that sounds cool. Well, Pivy, again, thank you so much for coming on the Holidays in the Sun podcast. It means a lot to me, and I just had I had the complete most fun I could possibly have talking to you today. So, thank you again. Yes, thank you. It was really nice to talk with you. Oh no, thank you. I assure you, it was a uh, pleasure. It was all mine, and uh, I couldn't be more thrilled that you were willing to come on the show. It it really does mean the whole world to me. It was it was fantastic. Thank you so much. Of course. Well, thank you again so much for coming on Holidays in the Sun, Pivy. And in the meantime, we will, I will be keeping a very sharp eye, as I hope our listeners will as well. It would be wise for them to uh, to keep a sharp eye on what you're doing. Uh, it's certainly worth hearing. Thank you so much. And until I can make it out there to see you guys again, I, I hope you take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. I appreciate it again. All right, everyone. You just heard Pivy Hirvonen here on uh, Holidays in the Sun podcast. Uh, she's of the group Okra Playground and has some phenomenal solo music of her own. Speaking of her solo music, I thought it would be really fitting now that her interview is complete. Why don't we go ahead and check out some music from her own solo album, this song is called Vinan Peru.
And now that you've heard some of Pivey's solo material, this next track is called Kun Ayo, which is the second track on the most recent Okra Playground album. And if you recall earlier during the show in her interview when I had asked her about lyrics that kind of meant something important to her, this is that same song she was talking about. So let's check it out.
You just heard Okra Playground here on the Holidays in the Sun podcast. Again, a huge thanks to Paivi Hirvonen for taking her time out of her schedule and away from both her solo material and Okra Playground to uh, chat with me on the show today. I uh, really appreciate that. It's been a blast having her on. Uh, very interesting guest to have. And uh, I know that I say this a lot, but it's true each time. is possibly the most interesting guest so far, and uh, it keeps getting better. Uh, so stay tuned for uh, what's coming next. But um, for now, we're going to get to uh, some more music. And uh, this next track, I mentioned them earlier in the show, and I don't feel like I can talk about Finland without ever mentioning this band. <laughs> so uh, this is uh, the third track on Corpaclani's latest album.
You just heard Corpaclani here on the Holidays in the Sun podcast. And coming up next is a track by a group called Suis de Monseca, which is a group that is also based on Nordic notes. So they're basically label mates, if you will, of Okra Playground. And this is a tune from their album that came out back in 2016.
I'm completely biased, but that song gets. So I'm completely biased, but uh, I just want to throw out there that that song gets stuck in my head for hours, and I love how they took like accordion music and kind of like this semi-electronica pop indie kind of vibe and mixed all those ingredients together. Uh, very interesting stuff. Uh, aside from that, quick thing I want to say real quick. I really should have said this way earlier in the episode and not towards the end like now, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, huge, huge apology to uh, any of the bands or their song titles or album titles, etc., uh, that are in thin, that are in Finnish. Excuse me, uh, that I completely butchered the pronunciation of and all that. Um, I'm a, I'm very, very, very much an amateur to Finnish. I've been trying to learn on and off for like a year, maybe. Um, but uh, I got to get better at staying on top of it. Anyways, um, big apologies to them. I hope nobody takes offense if I uh, if I butchered the pronunciation of your name or of your band's name or of the song title, etc. Uh, it wasn't intentional. It's not a mockery. It's just that I'm a, I'm a doofus <laughs> and I don't speak Finnish that well yet. Uh, quick little side note. I think it's really interesting and something that's been kind of like in my mind lately is how languages affect music in terms of like singing in the lyrical standpoint and the lyrical melodies of the lines that somebody would be singing because as i started to learn finnish um i kind of thought heavily about like um i thought really heavily about how like so many words in finnish are way longer in terms of syllables than words in english for example I just happen to know this number. I don't know why, but it's just one I managed to remember. But uh, the number 21, only three syllables in English, is kaksi kamita uksi in Finnish. And that's like seven syllables. Kaksi kamenta uksi. So, big difference between the three syllable English version of 21 versus big difference right so like uh that's something that's been on my mind lately that uh uh it's just an interesting thought like to me that is uh how does that impact uh when people are writing lyrics and how that impacts the music and uh because obviously if there's an english song that says 21 like and uh it's chanting it in some sort of lyrical way uh, it's three syllables, so if you try to chant the same thing and that's se- seven syllables in another language, then uh, that would be rather difficult to make the melodies match, I would think, because of the number of syllables. Anyways, I'm going off on a tangent here. I apologize. But I thought that was kind of an interesting thought. Uh, I haven't necessarily came to <laughs> a particular conclusion, um, but I just thought it was an interesting thing to bring up and kind of throw out there as just, just a thought to feed off of uh i did want to say for anybody else trying to learn finnish which uh 
I didn't take it super seriously at first, uh, but I really don't want to give up. So now I'm trying to be more serious and proactive about it. Um, but uh, there's this very nice, very nice young lady, um, and her YouTube channel is called Cat Chats, and she teaches uh, these. She has really great instructional videos about how to speak Finnish, basically, uh, and she posts fairly regularly on there, and they're very, very helpful. Um, so re repronounce everything multiple, multiple times and in different ways and tones. And I, personally, I felt like I was getting more out of her channel than some of the information I happened to stumble upon, uh, instructionals that I stumble upon otherwise. So if you get a chance and you're interested in learning Finnish or even just want to kind of tickle your fancy, maybe you don't want to learn it, but are interested in just looking into it a hair bit, nonetheless, rather you just want to look into it very seriously or just for fun, Either way, it's totally worth looking up. I would I would recommend you check out Cat Chats. Uh, that's with Cat Chats, but with a K on Cat on YouTube. And it's uh, totally worth it. She's super friendly, super nice, uh, uh, very interesting person, and really putting some very helpful information out there on YouTube for somebody who's trying to learn without actually, uh, you know, paying for some sort of uh, language instructional program, so to speak. And I uh, really admire her taking the time out of her own busy schedule. She has a few videos about her personal life. She's a very busy college student. And uh, I think it's very nice of her and very kind of her to share this kind of information for free via YouTube. And to help explain uh, <laughs> a rather complicated language, I would say, um, just for the fun of it. And that's that's very nice of her. That's a very sweet thing to do. Um, I feel like most people would be more concerned with trying to make some sort of profit off of that. And instead, she's just nice enough to do it out of the kindness of her heart. So big thanks to Cat Chats for that one. Uh, it's very much appreciated from myself and I assume anyone else who's been watching uh, watching your videos about learn to learn Finnish. Because I know there's a lot of people watching, uh, especially from the YouTube comments. Like uh, There's certainly a lot of people paying attention to the to the helpful information you're putting out there and I could not possibly do this episode without just sending a shout out and saying thank you for it so thank you very much as for now though I would like to go ahead and get back to some music real quick before I do I just want to comment on a few things super quick um obviously being that this is the finish episode so to speak of holidays in the sun uh I also realized that this doesn't even scratch like one percent of all the amazing Finnish music that's out there. But I wanted to share uh, this some of the great Finnish groups that I feel like are really noteworthy and worth checking out. Uh, there's certainly many, many more, both old and new. Olive Verta, um, groups like Okra Playground themselves, their label mates on Nordic Notes, uh, who aren't all Finnish. Of course, there's groups from Estonia and Sweden and so forth and even Norway on the on the label but all that stuff is a uh, absolutely amazing totally worth checking out and uh, I'll have to do another episode in the future I honestly feel like it could be a whole separate podcast in itself amazing music from Finland really could be its own thing between like Finnish metal and the folk music and all these other and even the jazz music out of the area it's really a truly rich culture uh, that features so much great music that uh, 
I haven't even scratched the surface in this episode, and I totally realize that, and my apologies. Uh, I certainly don't want to come across as a uh, feeling... Uh, I don't want to come across as if stating as if I've uh, covered Finnish music in this one episode. That would be ridiculous and entirely not true. I simply just wanted to share my own experiences with just a small, small handful of groups from Finland that I personally love and there's a lot more of them but it's it's honestly way too much to cover in one episode so I just wanted to share a few random songs and groups that I really love from Finland and then have the chance to speak to an amazing person like Pivey from Okra Playground after getting the luxury of being able to see them while I happened to be in the area in Helsinki uh, this past August uh, it means a lot to me that she took the time to talk to me, and it means a lot to me that anybody would be willing to listen to this episode. Uh, it, me- it means a lot in general. Uh, I don't just say that for the sake of saying it. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. And so uh, it's very important to me to uh, do my part as both a fan of this music, but to also try and spread this music. And uh, I never even... I wasn't smart enough to ask her this, if, if that's a struggle to spread their music outside of Finland. I'm going to assume it's not, since they have a really cool major show at a really neat world music festival in Hong Kong. I I feel like, as far as I can tell, that they must be crushing it. But <laughs> in the meantime, uh, let's go ahead and I would like to, before I wrap up this episode, go ahead and check out a track from Maya's, her bandmate, Maya's solo album. And uh, here we go. This is a lovely tune and uh, the shortest one on the record, but albeit also very catchy and kind of upbeat and uh, a very fun track that I felt like was worth checking out before we wrap up this episode. Meinasi, meinasi, meinasin olla, meinasin olla yksin. Mä meinasin, meinasin, meinasin olla, meinasin olla yksin. Mutta siniset silmät ja punaiset posket sai minut vietellyksi. Ne siniset silmät ja punaiset posket, ne sai minut vietellyksi. Se oli kuuma ja aurinkoinen ja juhannusruusut ne kukki. Se kesä oli kuuma ja aurinkoinen ja juhannusruusut ne kukki. Sillä pojalla oli hulivili luonto ja naurusen silmistä tuikki. Sillä pojalla oli hulivili luonto ja naurusen silmistä tuikki. Sä me 
ja lehdet jo taittaa kultaa. Ruusun marjat ne punasina hohtaa ja lehdet jo taittaa kultaa. Se voiko talvesta selvitä, jos sen juuret ei yllä multa? Se voiko talvesta selvitä, jos se juuret yllä multa? Thank you so, so much for listening to yet another episode of the Holidays in the Sun podcast. And of course, thank you again to our special guest today, Paivi Hirvonen from Okra Playground for uh, being willing to take the time out of her busy schedule from her band and solo project to take the time to come and talk to me today on today's episode of Holidays in the Sun. It means a lot to me and uh, I appreciate it very, very much. Big thanks to uh, Cat Chats over on YouTube for her Finnish language programs. Those are really cool. Very worth checking out if you're interested in trying to learn Finnish. I can't recommend that enough. I've certainly been having fun trying that out in my spare time and what spare time I have from doing that. Uh, I myself uh, just returned from Indiana last weekend with my band, The Fighting Jamestons. We played Indie Irish Fest out there. And uh, when returning home from that, my own group, Mosquito Cabaret, released our We had our album release party show at the Norva here in my hometown of Norfolk, Virginia for our uh, debut album, The Modern Life of Insects. And then uh, coming up this weekend, I'll be in California with the Fighting Jamesons that get shamrocked. So uh, I'm glad I managed to have time to squeeze this episode out in between those things. And I appreciate Pivey's patience with me as it took me a little time from our initial interview to uh, take the time to put this episode together and release it. Uh, So I appreciate their patience with me in order to put it out and uh, really, really thankful again. I can't stress it enough how much, uh, how thankful I am that they were willing to take the time out of their schedule to uh, coordinate with me overseas and uh, to get this happening. Uh, It's particularly interesting uh, to me, and this is the first time on the show that I've had the luxury of meeting somebody in person, albeit briefly, and then be, being able to conduct an interview afterwards, because so far, honestly, their uh, their interviews with people over the internet, um, who I don't have the luxury of meeting face to face. So this has been a particularly interesting landmark in the episodes so far of uh, Holidays in the Sun podcast, and I hope there are more like it. Uh, I can tell you, a it won't be my last time visiting Finland. <laughs> I loved it too much to never go back. 
so I will definitely be back. And then uh, I, it certainly won't be the last time I do some sort of Finnish-related theme pod, podcast episode here on the Holidays in the Sun podcast because uh, I like too much Finnish music, and we certainly didn't cover even 1% of it. Uh, I can't stress that enough. Uh, I only covered, I don't know. It's it's impossible to put in numbers. Uh, there's too much great Finnish music out there of different genres, varieties, and everything. And this only covers... Uh, this doesn't really cover anything. <laughs> it only covers a small small fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a percent uh, of, of the amazing music that the uh, country of Finland and the amazing uh, culture itself has to offer. And uh, uh, like I said earlier, uh, there could be a whole other show that was themed on that and it still wouldn't probably be able to cover it all. There's just too much great stuff to cover. So uh, you can depend on at some point in the future there will be another finished music-themed episode in one way or another. And uh, thank you so much again for listening to the Holidays in the Sun podcast. And uh, I look forward to presenting you with the next episode. I have a special guest already in mind for that. Uh, but I can't tell you who yet. Uh, you're just going to have to follow the Facebook page, like it, and subscribe to the YouTube channel, etc. Check out the uh, SoundCloud page and look it up on Stitcher and iTunes and so forth and uh, see what's in store. Until then, thank you so much. Bye-bye. Or, uh, in this case, moi. Moi moi. <laughs> moi moi is goodbye. Uh, moi moi. <laughs>